श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जय श्री गोवर्धन पूज महामहोत्सव की जय बहुत प्रेम आनंद This morning we come to the second chapter and I want to summarize the chapter and then the third and the fourth chapters all um concerned with Gordon Leela so Krishna has demonstrated that his dam place of domicile is non different from himself by way of showing himself to be non different than Govardhan which is arguably the most prominent manifestation within the dom towering above as it does and uh, arguably um then in full view of all of the leela of Krishna hmm? and uh the fact that krishna is not different from his from his place if you will and thereby govardhan and particularly govardhan as i mentioned um govardhan stands uh as has been explained by krishna already to nanda maharaj um as the um sustainer in many respects hmm, uh, of the inhabitants of vrindavan in very name go vardhana vardhana means to increase and go means cows so as much as their livelihood is the cows then that which in increases the livelihood of the cows with grasses and grazing areas and cows are a curious bunch so a mountain provides a lot of entertainment as well hmm? um that which then in this way sustains maintains the cows maintains the cow people hmm? and as much as govardhan is the the prominent manifestation of that realm hmm? in terms of the ways i've mentioned uh, in particular here as a, as a, as a provider hmm? so of course krishna provides for those who um live in his company and he will emphasize that here and of course that as we mentioned yesterday that place that he lives if you will it is not a geographical a location um we speak about it geographically at times but this is for the sake of leela it's the same principle as involved when we cite for example the gita natad bhashayate suryonashasham kona pavakata pavaka that place is self luminous that means it, it, as as that's played out in the verse i cited just now there's no need for sun moon fire hmm, because it's self luminous still we find for another reason hmm, for leela there's a requirement for the sun and the moon and the fire also hmm? so sometimes we speak of the dam as a geographical with with 
measurements and so forth, but it is immeasurable. Hmm? It is that which in which every other, it, it's the, its own conception and every other conception is contained as well. Hmm? Such as the, actually the, the meaning from the word brudge, which is another way of describing the area, hmm? that Jijiba um, Gosami uh, has drawn in his Gopal Champu. He says, brudge implies all things possible. Hmm? Just by some slight adjustment, all things are possible. Krishna Lila could not be the better, uh, there could not be a better example that all things are possible. Just by some slight adjustment. It also, the brudge, it, it, it implies, the word implies a movement. Hmm? And to live there, in that realm, one has to be prepared to move. One has to be a little flexible. That is, we say, Trinadapi Sunitchena. Flexible enough to be uh, humble. Hmm? And um, and if we can get that far, Mahaprabhu has said, with regard to his mandate, as to what he expects to uh, the devotees to adopt as their decorum. Hmm? Humility like the grass, tolerance like the tree, hmm? um, regard for others, expecting no honor for oneself. This is a four, these are the four regulative principles of the Shikshastakam. Hmm? One, they are harder than the other ones <laughs> that you've heard about. Hmm? But Mahaprabhu says by embracing these and chanting, one will get prem. So there's no going around this interim goal, if you will, that also corresponds with the progress, kind of a ninefold progress. We start with initial faith, which is gathered from good association. Hmm? Having faith awakened in, in the efficacy of the, the practice and the, and the uh, attraction to the ideal, then we again associate with devotees, hmm? but um, paying more attention hmm? and looking within that 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 sangha, that association, for someone who stands out and commands our um, regard by example and by precept, hmm? taking shelter there. This is the principle of Guru Padashraya. Hmm? Then we receive the diksha and bear shiksha. We serve affectionately. And, uh, and the nature of that, of course, is is thought to be with somewhat of a, in the beginning sense, with a somewhat of a, a, a vow, a promise. I will accept what is favorable. I will reject what is unfavorable. This will be my moral compass. What is good, what is bad, what is favorable for my bhakti, what is unfavorable for my bhakti. Hmm? We try to make a commitment on this um, uh, really kind of this the, like the first limb of Sharanagati, surrender, giving up, can't do it on my own, hmm? seeking help um, and moving now in a systematic way under good guidance. Gradually this removes from the heart hmm, so many obstacles, hmm? distractions, desires and so forth. We may have a sense intellectually what is good for us, but then we have an accumulation of 
um, desires gathered from not being as wise, so to speak, and uh, so they have to come out. This is in the Bhajana Kriya stage, Anartanavritti is accomplished. Then we come to this steadiness in our practice, which Mahaprabhu has, this stage, I'm saying, he has um, poetically described it with his third verse of Shikshastakam that I've cited, Trinadapi, Sunichin, discussing the uh, delineating the decorum of the devotees. So, um, with that kind of practice, hmm, you wonder now, am I, where am I on the map? Then this is one uh, guideline that we can invoke. We're not traveling here without any help, right? Hmm, without any signposts along the way. Hmm? And so this is big signposts. Trinadapi suni chena, what Have I reached this? Have I embraced this? Mahaprabhu says, by chanting from this stage, then you will get prem. So you can't get around this verse. There's a saying in ba- in Bengal that I was very attracted to the Radha Dasyam. Hmm? And uh, uh, the service of Radha, the ideal, the ideal of Braj, and so forth. Very compelling. We can speak about it poetically, and and it will be very compelling. Um, but then, to speak about how to get there, those are the thorns that surround the rose bush, you know, the thorns that surround the that are in amongst the the berries that you have to pick, that you want to taste, and so forth. So. Um, there's a saying in Bengal, I was very attracted to the idea, and then I heard this verse of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to be more humble than a blade of grass, and I knew it was impossible. Hmm? So we shouldn't think like that. You know? uh, this, but this is the way. And so, coming to that stage, then our success in terms of our ideal, our prem, prayojan, hmm, is assured. Hmm? So, <clears throat> So that requi- that speaks to us of some some movement, some flexibility, hmm? some willingness to let go of my own ideas and conceptions. Someone asked me to be initiated and said, "I want to be initiated. I want to follow you, but I also follow the Paramatma." I said, "Well, <laughs> you follow the Paramatma then." Is it, that is, that is a, <laughs> you know. We've, uh, we shall follow the, uh, the Guru is the external manifestation of the Paramatma, who's telling us to get the Paramatma out of your heart. Hmm? Put Krishna in your heart. Hmm? So this is, this is not a good idea. <laughs> but we should be, then in other words, be prepared to retire our, own, our ideas, even our own spiritual ideas. Hmm? I speak sometimes poetically, about the ideal, we're speaking right now for the moment about brudge. Hmm? I'm saying it's it's it implies the word some movement, some flexibility. We're speaking about Mahaprabhu's verse in this regard, to be humble like a blade of grass, I'm willing to bend a little bit, hmm? quite a bit. Hmm? And I've said that Mahaprabhu didn't sit to write the verse, but really the environment was speaking to him. He was so much desirable hmm, to be taught if you will, to learn. Hmm? He understood that the school that he's actually a teacher of, but also 
in, in, in a sense, a student of at the same time. This is the complexity of Gaur-lila. He is Krishna, and he is pursuing at the same time the dasyam uh, that gives one the bhava of, of Radha. Hmm. Uh, So he was so, I want to say, flexible that the, that the environment began to speak to him. It, it, and, and, and Grass said, you should be humble like myself. Another devotee told me the other morning that Gurmaraj the Grass spoke to me. Hmm. I didn't have time to reply, but um, she said, I was going to pick weeds and the grass told me, don't pick the weeds. Hmm. Then she said something else happened. So what, what, what happened? Yeah, so the grass may talk to us like that, but we, what we really want to hear, what I mean by this, what we want to hear from the environment is what the Bhagavatam says, what the Gita says, in, in a way that's more even more pronounced. We're looking for the message of Vedanta and Gaudiya Vedanta to be repeated to us. You understand? It could tell us all kinds of things, but this is what, this is what we want to hear. This is this won't happen tomorrow. Hmm? Hmm. So when I say you know we want that that it would to be receptive enough that the environment will begin to speak to us, that's a poetic way of speaking about something that will require this kind of humility, willingness to change, and so forth that Mahaprabhu's verse speaks about. This we have to embrace. Brudge means apply some movement. We heard this morning from Pujapad. Goswami Maharaj, in his, his paraphrasing the essence of the Govardhan Lila, a verse that's at the end of the third of these four chapters dealing with the Govardhan Lila and Srimad Bhagavatam. We heard him say how the cowherds, they moved, they were somewhat nomadic. A nomadic cowherding tribe, which he beautifully compared to Indra the chief, the king of heaven. That seems like a big contrast between a very powerful, affluential, affluent, influential person and these insignificant um, uh, kind of jungle people who, who, who have no fixed residence, in a sense. Sometimes at, at the base of Govardhan, sometimes in Gokul and moving to Mahavan and Vrindavan. And, and there's a beautiful explanation in the in, in the Bhagavad itself of the moving of the cowherds from Gokul to Vrindavan and it's played out in Haribam's Purana also and, and and there's a whole gathering, meeting of the elders. Hmm? And they, they, they some and substance of it is the grass is getting pretty eaten up here in uh, Gokul Mahavan and meanwhile there's this hill Govardhan just, you know, near and uh, Vrindavan is at the foot of that, and there are nice grasses there. We should move the herds there. So this movement hmm, speaks to us that Braj is constitutive, speaks to us of the movement that we, uh, the flexibility, if you will. Hmm? The sadhu has no fixed residence. Why? Because if he gets too comfortable in any one place, then his whole... Um, uh, um, the whole reputation will be ruined. Hmm? People will think he's dependent. Hmm? 
on someone else. He's staying there because he's getting it's that the story I gave of the Maduvan. Or what, what did I call it? Madukari. Madukari. Sanyasi told me that we should go to such and such place in the Braj. I said, why? He said, because Madu, Madukari is very good there. Hmm? I told him the other day, you'll probably hear some of you. Madukari means, Madu, Madu means honey, Kari means to make. So the bee is called a Madukar. He goes from flower to flower and takes the pollen and makes, it doesn't stay at any one flower too long and makes the honey. So the sadhu is supposed to go here and there hmm, and make honey. Hmm? Make honey by way of sharing the Bhagavad through his or her example and precept and so forth. And in the context of that, speaking the Bhagavad, as the classic example of Sukadeva is, staying long enough to milk a cow and get a little milk and move on, something like that. Hmm? So um, his or her necessity, material necessity, is, is, is limited, and they're really moving out of a spiritual necessity. To, so to say that Madhukari is good over there, I said, you're not doing Madhukari. <laughs> you're looking for buttered chapatis or a little more salt or something like that. This is it's not to be preoccupied with one's, um, one's maintenance. That is left to Bhagwan. That is left to Govardhan, the sustainer of Vrindavan. Hmm? So... To come to the Braj, to enter the Vrindavan, means that this, varanam tata, hmm? that Krishna is my maintainer. This is the center of the Sarup Lakshan, the pre- principal characteristic of Sharanagati. This whole, these sections of Bhagavatam, these four chapters are all about Sharanagati. This is a play, an a, a extensive explanation of the conclusion of the Bhagavad Gita. Hmm? We quoted the other day, Sarvadharman Pritya-jamami kam sharanam Braja. This is, this is the purport here. Played out in the narrative, illustrated to us by all of Krishna's associates in Vrindavan. Hmm? You, could, you, you couldn't make a louder statement. Krishna did wonder, wonderful, many wonderful things in the Braj. Most of them are witnessed by his, his young friends and associates who would relate the stories when they returned home in the afternoon only to be taken with a big grain of salt. Hmm? The tales that they told uh, were rather tall. Hmm? They themselves were rather small. <laughs> um, so the elders couldn't take them so seriously. But here is an event that the entire a whole of Vrindavan is consumed in. Hmm? Indra, Krishna has stopped the Indra Yagya, hmm? and there are going to be consequences, only good consequences. There are going to be consequences for Indra hmm? in terms of his response. And there will be consequences for the Brajabhasis who respond in another way. They, they go along with Krishna, willingly or somewhat reluctantly, as Yudhamar said this morning. They're going along, hmm? charmed by him, really, philosophy aside. Hmm? Indeed, he spoke atheism to try to convince them. And they're the prime example of theists, mystical theist. So, uh, the whole of the Braj is affected by this. What happens, of course, Krishna has become the hill, has shown himself to be the hill. They feel encouraged. And then Indra responds. This is the chapter now we come. Indra responds and the whole of the Braj is implicated. Hmm? Krishna, of course, will come and, and, and exhibit his power to lift the hill. And even the animals that were living on top of the hill they were also protected. You may wonder about them. 
he lifted it, how did they get down and underneath? Of course, he lifted it up above the clouds hmm, for them. So they just went up above the rain. Hmm? And then everyone else underneath the hill and the torrential rains are coming. Indra began his uh, response to the um, to the impertinence of the of of a, of a young boy and the foolishness as he perceived it of an, of the entire village to go against generations and generations of tradition um, and and a well thought out tradition that um, that uh, cows need rain uh, for grasses your cow people I provide the rain so you should petition me and so forth uh, and uh, krishna as we as we've said is saying more or less this is this is a foolish idea of of religion hmm? this is a very external idea hmm? he's bringing them to experiential there's nothing spiritual in that why approach god for something that's material hmm? rather hmm? you are not a thing the best things in life as i often say are not things so hmm? what about yourself what am I? What is that I that is we can't get away from? Hmm? As I've said, the, the most prominent word in, the, in any language is I. And we invoke it more than any other word. Hmm? It's which, that which we love the most, that which we speak about the most, and that which we know the least. Hmm? That which you cannot get away from. That which you can never leave you. <laughs> I cannot leave you. <laughs> That's not possible. So what is that I when everything else is here today and gone tomorrow, coming and going, coming and going? Hmm? What is that that's enduring? I am of that nature. Hmm? Hmm. So he wants to bring them to essential spirituality, but not in a limited way. Hmm? Rather from a religious idea that, oh, we pray to the gods and they'll maintain us, they'll give the, give the rains, we'll have grasses, we'll grow our food, everything will be good, we'll be happy and die. Um, not like that, but, but when he moves from there to something that's actually spiritual hmm, rather than religious. Now it's popular to say, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. It's a good idea. You have to, to think about it a little bit. But... but not in a limited way does he want to move them there, to know that is just the I, but the, but the source of the I as well. Hmm? The I may be an object of love, but it, love unto oneself is, is limited. Bhakti hmm? ananda yeah. is different than the, than the jivananda. Hmm? So he's advocating this and putting himself in the center as that there is a sustainer. Cheto, what is that verse? No. Chetanas Chetananam. Cheto. Nityo Nityanam. This is from the Upanishad. Nityo Nityanam. Chetanas Chetananam. Eko. Vidadati Kamam. So there is two. There is, amongst the eternal, there is a plurality. There is the individual jiva, and then there, there is the singular plural and the and the or the singular consciousness and the plural consciousness. Ekubahusham, the one decided to become many. Why? 
There's no rhyme or reason to that. Hmm? For joy, for love, love knows no reason. The one became many. Hmm? Radha Krishna Pranai, Vikutiladini Shaktirasma. This is on a high level. Hmm? The one became two. Hmm? Krishna became Radha Krishna. So, the, the transformation of his love and then reciprocal dealings. On a lower level, hmm? It's, uh, we can also say the Ekro Bahusham, the one became many. Hmm? The Mahavishnu becomes many, happening on both levels. But the one is, the first is more important, the one became two, and there was possibility for bhakti. Hmm? Hmm. So, as I say, not just a limited idea of experiential spiritual life, but the full uh, measure of what the prospects of the I, if you will, are when coming in connection with the, its source. We are all the many, and we are to meet our maker, so to speak. Hmm? We are like that. If there is anything, as I've said before, in this world that most resembles God, if there's anything in this world that most resembles God, what would it be, Avatar? What do you think? What most resembles God in the world, if anything? Everything, huh? <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. Huh? That's a good vision. You can arrive at that. But the point I'm asking is, the, the, the answer I'm looking for is, that which most resembles God in the world is ourselves, because we are consciousness, not matter. The chair here is inanimate. It has meaning because a conscious being is giving it meaning, calling it a seat. If I didn't call it a seat, then what was that color you said you liked? The um, color of the Caribbean Sea. Yeah. Without you, you've made that color. Do you understand? <laughs> you've made that color up. You've made it up. <laughs> it's a fact. Don't be afraid of that. We've made the whole world up. Consciousness is behind everything. All the values, all the perceptions, and so on and so forth. So, and consciousness is that which endures. So we are most like God, but we are different also. That we don't know the answer to that question <laughs> often. Or we know it theoretically, but we don't know how to arrive at an experience of that. Hmm? So we are like God, but different. Hmm? We're small. We're, we're like a ray of the sun. He, he the sun. He the fire. We're the spark. So when we connect the two, of course, this is then the full measure of experiential spiritual life. This is what we call bhakti. This is what Krishna is advocating. And and muhyanti atsurayo, as it said in the beginning of the Bhagavatam, the kind of bhakti in particular that he's advocating is bewildering even to the gods. Previously, Brahma was bewildered. Now we're finding Indra is bewildered. So you see, this is playing out the first verse of the Bhagavatam here also. This particular kind of bhakti, very difficult to understand. Hmm? And in the language of Sridhar Maharaj, we heard this morning in his paraphrasing, that you know, we have Indra, he's looking and he's seeing just some village people and this coward, impertinent coward boy, everybody's going to follow him. He couldn't identify. Hmm? 
Vishnu in this form. And that form, of course, this is relative to, is, is, a, is a construct, really, of the love of Braj. Hmm? It conforms with that. This is a beta beda the love of Krishna, and has a, that has a corresponding shape that we call Krishna. Hmm? We talked about this the other day, to some extent, that our own spiritual personality that we pursue, hmm? the kind of the uh, the full potential of ourselves as a unit of consciousness, as a result of the ingress of bhakti, that constitutes a particular personality. Now we have a personality that's a result of associating with the maya shakti. Hmm? So as we associate, we get a personality, if you will. Hmm? Associate with maya shakti, you'll have illusory personality. You construct that in the context of bhakti, right, with the ingress of bhakti, then an attachment to Krishna. And you get a shape accordingly, a form, a personality. And to underscore this point, I pointed out to you that without bhakti, God has no form. Without bhakti, God has no form. Without bhakti, you'll have no spiritual form either. You may have an illusory material form. In other words, that, there's no bhakti in Brahman. Hmm? And there's no, there is, that is nirvishesh. Without qualities, without form, hmm? without lila. Hmm? It's everywhere, Brahman, but as I often say, it can't move. Hmm? Because if you're everywhere, how can you move, right? Hmm? By contrast, Krishna Leela is, as I'm saying, full of movement. It's constantly moving. Hmm? You can't keep up with it. Krishna's on the move because the bhakti is so intense that he can't even sleep at night. Hmm? Indra's acquainted with some idea of Vishnu. Vamana's there. Hmm? Vamana is the presiding deity of, of uh of uh, Sakirasa. Hmm? Hmm? He lives in heaven. Yeah. Hmm? His name is also Upendra. Hmm? He lives in heaven. Hmm? He has a he has a friendly relationship. Hmm? He's like the brother hmm? of Indra. Hmm? Uh, uh, so Indra has some acquaintance with these ideas, but now it is manifesting in the Braj in a very peculiar way. Hmm? He cannot recognize it. Vaman is there, and Indra has some conception. Vaman is a particular manifestation of Vishnu, who is the Lord of the world, who we call on when we're in trouble, hmm? who we ourselves offer sacrifices to, and so on and so forth, who pretty much eats and sleeps and and uh, the lower you go, if you will, on the scale of bhakti, the more, the less motion, the more motionless, the more still hmm, the object of your love will become. Hmm? We were speaking the other day, it came up in the text, uh, how shantaras is not uh, desirable for us. And the object of love, the ashraya, the vishayalambana of shantaras is the paramatma. He's 
fixed there. Hmm? He's not moving. He doesn't have any leelas moving around. Hmm? So Shantaras, you become very... It's a form of bhakti, but you become still. Hmm? Brahma, Nirvisesh Brahma is m- much below that. Way more still. Hmm? And Krishna on the other end of the spectrum. So Indra has some acquaintance with the nature of the, the absolute and so forth. But now taking a shape so much in, so much uh, shaped by an extraordinary kind of bhakti, not the kind of bhakti that Indra is acquainted with. Indra has some bhakti, saguna bhakti. Hmm? This is all what Bhagavatam is about, as you see from reading, for example, Sanatam Prus Brihad Bhagavatamrita. Godaya Indra, Vaman is there. He has a conception of God and Vishnu Bhakti. Hmm? But Muyanti Hatsura, what the Bhagavatam Bhakti is about, he, he can't understand that, Indra. He's bewildered by that. Hmm? Krishna spoke to Nanda Maharaj and convinced Nanda Maharaj to forgo the sacrifice. Indra here says, you know, because of some talkative kid hmm, who thinks he's really like a pandit, hmm, He's trying to like give his own Bhagavad Gita. Nanu Samshati Pandita. The boy thinks he's very learned. He's speaking so many things, but he does not know my position. I am Indra. And if you want to forego my sacrifice, there will be consequences. It's a fact that Krishna is very talkative. We saw that it was played out to some extent, his talkativeness in the previous chapter. And what he went, what extremes he went to convince Nanda Maharaj. Hmm. The talkativeness of Krishna, his vavaduk, his, his speech is eloquent. It is said, eloquent. It's eloquent in, in two, in, um, in a couple of ways. Hmm. It's 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 eloquent in terms of the sweetness of the tone, the diction, and the composition. And it's eloquent also in terms of the creativeness and, and inventiveness of his of his speech. Hmm? He's also his speech is known uh, is characterized vividadbhuta basha. His basha vividadbhuta means that he has speech that is adbhuta. Adbhuta means amazing, hmm? wonderful. Vivid adbhuta bhasha means vivid means different, so it means he has the he can wonderfully speak all different languages, and that, that means the languages of the birds and the deers and the people. Hmm? Hmm? We see this in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? and this is he went into the forest of Jarikanda. Hmm? He could speak the language of the tigers. And the deers, hmm. he told them, "Don't fight," mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> and they embraced. Yeah. They chanted Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari 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 Ram Hari Ram 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 Hari Hari. The Brajlila is found in this mantra, Mahamantra. Hmm. If we can chant this, this we should sit here in the forest and chant and try to get the deers to come hmm. and listen instead of running away as soon as they see you. Is that their problem or is it yours? We should think that is my problem. They're running away. 
Hmm? I carry some enmity. Hmm? They can sense it. When Mahaprabhu went into the forest, he turned that Charikanda forest, this is the teaching, into Vrindavan. What is Vrindavan? Hmm? We said it the other day, citing Prabhupada Gidinagri. There was the mouse, there was the cat, there was the dog, there were the calves, the cows, the children, the adults, all living harmoniously. Hmm? No enmity. We have to understand the Dham in this way. Hmm? We have to make our heart the Dham. As I said, we're trying to build a temple in our heart. That's that's the real task. Everything else is, you could do it one way or another way. We try to do it right. And we may, there was a story of how, I think Sridharmarsh told of one disciple was sent to the other, went with a message to a, another guru. And he sent him, and they sent him back a message. And this is a very important message. Take it to my god brother. He's a guru in another moth. Send it over, take it over there. He's running over there, and the other guy, oh, uh-huh, whoa, writes him, send it back to your Guru Dave. Hmm? And the other Guru Dave, oh, send it back. He's thinking with his friends, carrying this important message, and it's, uh, what, uh, what, I wonder what, and then he, then he, he just couldn't resist. He opened the message, look at this guy, we're just having this guy running back and forth. <laughs> <you know? laughs> we're so they are trying to just give him a service attitude. You get him, get him to develop a service attitude. You understand? <laughs> to, change, to change the heart. <laughs> Prabhupada, we glorify Prabhupada for his work, right? For his accomplishments. He said, this is my nonsense. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu letting me do a little, little, little something here. Hmm? And he really, really felt that way. Hmm? So, the big thing here, <laughs> As I've told before, one of my godbrothers came to the Chaitanya Saraswat mouth and he asked uh, Guru Maharaj that uh, Guru Maharaj can, can uh, any service I can render while I'm here. And Pujapati Maharaj said, Yes, he said, uh, You try to change the, your angle of vision. It was like, Whoa, it was <laughs> like a, a little service. <laughs> he could have asked me to do anything but that, and, but, but those things are all asked. For that purpose, there's a purpose behind that. Hmm? Again, we need to change. We need to make Vrindavan our heart. Heart has to melt. This is Prem. Prem means is characterized by a melting of the heart. Melting means changing all the constructs of the mind. Melting. Hmm? So, some. Therefore, we try to um, develop this, uh, encourage this and engage the, the disciples, the students in such a way that they develop a serving ego. If you want to get rid of the false ego, which is an enjoying ego, you can understand. This is major surgery here. Hmm? The very opposite. You know, if I say, you have to get rid of your ego, so you might be willing to do that hmm? by other means. And that is Ganmarg. They're willing to attack the ego. But you see, but to serve, that's another thing altogether. That's like, wait a minute, you know, okay, I, I'll stop taking, I get it, I get it. Hmm? And it's causing me problems, I'm taking, and so the environment is chasing me, I get it, I'm smart. Everything I take, the world's coming back after me for, I'm creating a problem, so uh, I'll be an ease lover, I'll stop taking, I got it, I can relax. Hmm? Bhakti's not asking for that. Hmm? Saying to serve, 
Oh, no. Sridhar said, what? That he, quoting some maybe English poet or something. Better to serve in hell, better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven. Hmm? Milton? Paradise lost. Paradise lost. Better to... Hmm? Satan's position. Huh? Better rule in hell than to have to serve in heaven. Hmm? And Gyanmar gives one the perception of, of being a ruler. I could not capture it all, the physical world. Hmm? I could not acquire enough. Hmm? So, all right, I won't take anything then. I'll stand in the corner. I won't take anything. And rather than try to own everything, I'll understand I am everything. Satisfying. <laughs> I, I already am everything, so. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get things, but I am everything. Hmm? You see? That's different from bhakti. You don't want a samskar for that, hmm? for Ganmark. You want a samskar for bhakti, for serving. As I said, if you serve, if you if you if you if you love someone, they'll tell you all their secrets. So if you want to know the full secret of, of life, what is this? Well, the full measure of essential spirituality. This is the way you must approach. And the way it, we find in the Braj, as taught by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I say he turned the Jarikanda into Vrindavan. He turned turned the wild forest. Uh, uh, Prabhupada gave Lochan Das Thakur's song, Pashu Paki Jure, Pashana Vidare, Shuniara Gunagata. This is some reflection on this uh, Jarikanda forest. Uh, and uh, we don't have, I think Prabhupada might have said in his commentary, we don't have that power hmm, to cause lions to embrace deers and chant Hari Ram, Hari Krishna. But at least we should, we, we think we might be successful in getting human beings to embrace one another hmm, in the context of chanting. Hmm. And this is a real, meaningful embrace. If we can embrace one another because we see in one another the commitment to our Gurudev, to our Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission, hmm? real and substantial, and we are inspired by that, and we love them on that basis, and their example is inspiring us. Hmm? And if we don't see that in them, hmm? then we should think, then, then what I'm, if I don't see that in them, then what's being shown to me is that I should set that example for them. Hmm? That's what, when I see... In someone else, I do not see who's a devotee. I do not see those qualities. Oh, the environment is telling me I have to be the teacher now. Hmm? I have to show the qualities. I have to embody them. That they will see them. Hmm? When Mahaprabhu asked his 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 followers to claim the Gundicha temple hmm? in Puri, this is a Brindaban. Hmm? So they're cleaning means they're getting everything out of their heart they could live in Vrindavan. And then he went and inspected. Bring a pile of dust and straw and set it in front of you and I will come and inspect the line. And Mahaprabhu himself with his own hands, his, his own cloth, he, he took and cleansed the altar and so forth. He was not prepared to ask someone to do anything that he himself was not prepared to do. Hmm. He taught 
by example. And when he took, walked the line and he saw all the piles of sand and dust and sticks they had gathered, and he saw one had collected quite a bit, he said, very nice. Then when he saw next to him the other had collected less, did he chastise the one who had collected less? No. He chastised the one next to him and said, why you have not shown him? He's thinking, see, Mahaprabhu was going to come and inspect the line. I've got a big pile here. He's going to notice me. Yes, he noticed you. Why you did not show the, your brother how to do better? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> what is the motive behind your doing better? Hmm? This is a competitionless society in which there's an appearance of competition hmm? only hmm? for the sake of inspiring one another. Everybody wins. If you say, if you, so to speak, international competition. There are no sectarianism in Vrindavan. Hmm? Hmm. Yeah. It's open for everyone. And, any, and an unlimited people can come. There's no limit. We have to close the door at any point. Mahaprabhu turned the whole wild jungle, Jatikanda, into Vrindavan hmm? by his chanting. He could speak the language, it means, of the animals. Hmm? Krishna has this quality, vivid adbhuta bhasha. Hmm? And, and mm, priyavadam, his speech is very, 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 very endearing. It's another one of his qualities. This is the kind of speech I'm, I'm explaining that he was able to make the case and, uh, and, and get Nanamara's cooperation to forego the Indra-yogya. So Indra, now reflecting on this, is complaining about those qualities of speech. Hmm? Priyamvad means he has an endearing type of speech that is such that when he speaks that uh, even, the, even the, his enemies find it charming. Hmm? So Indra's speaking about it, critiquing his speech, but also admitting, it's here in the text, I'm just summarizing, he's also acknowledging that there's something special about that, but we should not be taken away by it. <laughs> These are, and his supandita, another quality. These are all qualities that Krishna has seen in Sakya rasa. Hmm? They're special. There's some, in each rasa, there will be certain qualities of Krishna that will stand out. Hmm? These are some in Sakya rasa. Hmm? They may cross over into other rasas as well. Supandita, hmm? learned, hmm? means... He knows all the scriptural. He's, he's, it means he's learned in all the scriptural. He's a, he's a pundit. means he doesn't know everything about everything, but he knows the scripture very well on the one hand, and then he knows how to act also accordingly in all circumstances. The implication is that if you know the scripture, then you'll know how to act. What is the etiquette? Hmm? How to conduct yourself. If you're with the more advanced devotees, then you'll pay respect. Amongst peers, you will embrace if someone is more advanced, then you will teach them. If they're more, if they're less advanced, you will teach them. If they're contemporary, then you embrace and share. In the senior, then we will offer respect. If the senior says embraces us, then we think, oh, that is very special. That is very, very generous. I had got to embrace Prabhupada once. It was a different <laughs> circumstance, but it just comes to my mind for a moment. We had gone to Panihati, 
in Bengal, a place where Raghunath Das performed a big festival and uh, satisfied all the associates of Mahaprabhu with simple uh, rice and, and dal, and excuse me, rice and yogurt and bananas, condensed milk and so forth. You become some of you familiar with the with this Leela. So Prabhupada was invited there and they wanted to maybe give him some land or something like that. So I was fortunate to go along. And Prabhupada was quite uh, weak on that day and so he stood up to um, for something and I was right behind him and he collapsed right there and I was able to grab him under his arms and hold him up like that. And I felt like I'm holding up someone who's holding up the whole universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, you know the story when Prabhupada once arrived at the Chicago airport, which is a place where we used to distribute Prabhupada's books, and there were a lot of employees that were inimical. We weren't able to like create the Vrindavan environment there entirely, <laughs> and they didn't like the, the glorification of Krishna. So Prabhupada arrived, and... Um, we we're, you know, picking him up, and I'm thinking, there's a lot of demons here. You know, they're always coming and interfering with the book distribution and so forth. They might attack Prabhupada. So I was thought I was protecting him. You know, I had my dunda, and we were walking, and uh, there I am in this kind of a bit of a Purusha Bahav, You know, I'm the protector. And the, the, I mean, you know. That's the other thing that comes here. We're, t- we're talking to some extent about Gopurtvevaranamtata Krishna, Govardhan, the maintainer, and we'll see now he's going to lift the hill and be the protector. So I'm thinking I'm protecting Prabhupada. And then as we started to come towards the door, well, you know, it funnels down and there's only, there's only so much room to go through the door. So I'm thinking we're getting close to the door and how am I going to get there? You know, and, and, and I'm thinking like this and probably goes like this. <laughs> and I just kind of like flew out of the way, and everybody went ahead of me, and, and the car he went and left. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, who's who here? <laughs> so, under him, we are well protected, well taken care of. So, uh, <laughs> so Indra, anyway, he's he's complaining about these beautiful qualities of Krishna's speech. It's peculiar that they. They're all uh, so relative to Sakyarasa, and he has some some acquaintance with that. Again, he's the servant Indra of Upendra, hmm, who's the presiding deity over Sakyarasa. There's a couple of ways, of course, to think of that. Krishna's name, Govinda, which he will be given by Indra, also means Upendra. <coughs> hmm. um, and he presides over that in Vrindavan. Hmm. But at any rate... Um, Indra is now take, taking a, a exception to such a beautiful thing as the Brajalila, but not easy to understand. Hmm? Even the Gyanis can't understand it. Hmm? How can Brahman be moving? Hmm? What is bhakti? Hmm? What is the power of bhakti? Hmm? Yeah. Well, without bhakti, there's no, there's no form to Krishna, there's no qualities to Krishna, there's no leela for Krishna. Hmm? The more the bhakti, the more the lila, the more the qualities, the more the and, and the, the more charming. Hmm? This is Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Therefore, we said Jai Radhe. This is a, our ideal, bhakti devi. Hmm? People ask sometimes that you guys say, you people say that 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 Krishna is your God and God is the source of the world. Hmm? The world comes from from Krishna. Hmm? 
where does Krishna come from then, right? This is kind of a stupid, <coughs> stupid question because it presumes that, that every cause has to have a cause. We know the world has to have a cause. It's thought from a scientific point of view. But that doesn't mean that its cause has to have a cause. There can be an uncaused cause. But anyway, people ask. So we have a better answer. What is our answer? If we say, if you say the world comes from Krishna, and I say, okay, where does Krishna come from? What will you say? From Radha. Okay, where does Radha come from? From Krishna. This is our answer. Stop your thinking too much. And by that, you'll not understand everything. Uh, alone. We need the transrational approach, right? Hmm? That's what Krishna is speaking about here, to come under his shelter. So, Indra becomes upset, and then he gathers his henchmen, and uh, he sends out this powerful clouds that uh, are thought to produce uh, a, a, the Noah's flood, you know, the flood for, uh, that the Noah's had to deal with something like that, had the ark, something. So, uh, to be a little cross-cultural in our explanation, <laughs> uh, so floods the uh, uh, of devastation, something like that. And while that was reserved for the whole world, he put it all, this is just a way of speaking about it, right, to make the point, he put it all on this little, as it appears, village of Vrindavan, just to give you some idea, the measure of, of resistance hmm, and uh, arguably a potent, potential calamity hmm, that uh, the inhabitants of Vrindavan were placed in for what? For believing that little boy. Hmm? You could be in big trouble, is the point. Hmm? There could be some resistance. You might find the environment at first, resists. Hmm? There was some, actually, there's some resistance in your heart. Hmm? We used to think, well, you know, it's such a beautiful teaching, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Sankirtan, I will go out on Sankirtan and I will chant and dance and people will melt and I will melt and... Well, it didn't always happen like that. <laughs> there was some resistance from the environment. Mm. Hmm? There were some, uh, appeared to be some negative possible uh, consequences. Bhujan Bhakshita much liked the phrase of Hegel, philosopher, German philosopher, die to live. Hmm? Uh, it appears that there's much to be risked taking shelter of of Krishna, how it's of some old book, thousands of years ago, and what, and what to what measure is he asking? We heard they they had to give all the grains and offer them to the hill and so their whole stock, which would have been for the whole year. This was the harvest time, the whole year, and they spent it all. But will take care of me. The cows, of course, are very prominent in this leela. The cows are said to be the livelihood of the people in the coward village, the Govardhanas Govardhan, supplying, increasing the cows' hmm, abilities to produce milk and so on and so forth and, and be a source of uh, sustenance for the, for the cow herders. Hmm. These are, we see in pictures, 
depicting Krishna Leela, Krishna and the cows and so forth. The cows are thought to be givers, as I've sometimes explained. Um, they take grass, which is grows on concrete. Hmm? Right? <laughs> you can see it. Uh, so I mean, it doesn't take a lot to grow grass. It grows even if you don't try. Hmm? So it's free. That's the, the the idea. And the cow eats what is grown freely and gives such wealth in the form of its milk. Hmm? So it's such a giver. Hmm? The cow is such a giver. And Krishna is surrounded by such givers. This is the idea. But we may think, we may question, we may hesitate. If I give completely, who will protect me? Hmm? If I give everything, who will look out for me? Right? And that is Gopal. Pal means protector of the cows. Hmm? Now they did not only need sustenance, right? Hmm? Govardhan is the maintainer, hmm? providing all the grasses and so many things. And, and so we should worship Govardhan, he said. And look, I'm Govardhan. I'm the maintainer here. I'm the sustainer. Hmm? But now they need not only sustenance, which is the, as I said, the surup lakshan, the spirit of dependence, the mood of goprutvevaranam tata, embracing this, um, this um, surup lakshan, the primary characteristic of sharanagati, of surrender. The mood behind, there's a mood behind each of these limbs of sharanagati, the mood behind goprutvevaranam tata, Krishna's mind maintainer, is, is dependence the mood of dependence. This is what it's meant when it's said in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Jivere Swarup Hoi Krishna Nityadas. Hmm? This is a make, you're making an ontological statement. The jiva is dependent. It's not a statement of rasa, that every jiva is in dasi rasa. It's not saying that. It's saying every jiva is dependent on Krishna. Hmm? We have to come to acknowledge our dependence and and this is central to Sharanagati. But now another issue has come. They they they, they went with that. Hmm? They gave their up their religious practice, they did what Krishna said, they gave their harvest and so forth, offered to the hill, and now now this apparent negative side is coming. So there's negative impetus for our progress as well. The charming Krishna, who can just talk you into doing anything and, and, and like your guru can talk you doing to anything, and you wonder how do I do that? What did I, how do I end up over here? And uh, <laughs> we woke up like many years later. <laughs> what did what did Prabhupada do to us? So, yeah. so, so <laughs> uh, but it's good. Give hmm? us a samskar for bhakti to try. So, uh, there's positive impetus. Krishna is very charming. And there's negative impetus also. Hmm? Sometimes you try to do bhakti, there's opposition. I told one of my students, if I could get a picture of those god brothers who oppose me, I would like to keep that on my on my desk. Hmm? They are just showing me so nicely how not to be. I should think like that and get uh, and offer them sandalwood paste and garland and and so forth. Yeah. And set a better example, right? right. Yeah. Right. So 
there's negative impetus. There may be problems that come, hmm? uh, even. Hmm? Yeah. You shouldn't run away from that. What does Kunti Devi say? Right? What is her verse? Mm-hmm. Vipada. That, uh, let those difficulties that came from taking shelter of Krishna come again and again and again because they remind me of Krishna. Once Pujapachita was asked by a disciple if he could wear a Nishringa Kavacha, which is, you know, the, you, of, what's the thing that goes around your arm? <laughs> it was a little symbol of Nishringa for protection. He said, actually, Harinam is giving full protection. <laughs> hmm? And he said, actually, so powerful is Harinam that we invite adversity, even. Hmm? We are prepared to invite adversity. That is what you will invite if you preach. That is, and for Harinam, Tankirtan, you will be invited. Prabhupada said, sometimes devotees, some of my god brothers, they complain about me because of my book selling and preaching, that sometimes I would preach and not everybody would, would, uh, would, there would be some complaints. Hmm? Prabhupada said, that means he's preaching. <laughs> if no one complains, then no, you haven't done any preaching. Preaching means to unsettle people. Hmm? Hmm? So if you, can, if you just get everyone to agree, then, you know, well, of course, that's the end result, I suppose, but you know, along the way, there's going to be some doubts that should come. Mm-hmm. We should sit before the Guru in doubt. That's what we should do. And voice the doubt. Mm-hmm. And then he or she can, should be able to explain in such a way that the doubt goes away. And, this, and, this, and then faith, faith is, uh, yeah, it takes its place. Mm-hmm. So, at any rate, there may be some opposition. Mm-hmm. The world's not just going to fold their hands and uh, uh, to our proposal, so to speak. And here we find, in a big way, the point is being made here, that they all took shelter of Krishna, everything's going to be fine, and was just the opposite. <laughs> all the rains for the whole, you know, flooding the whole world were sent just to their cows and their land. And so, what did they do? as this chapter describes, they talked to Krishna. They said, Krishna, please protect our cows. Hmm? We have some faith in you that, that, you know, one thing that you're charming and so forth, we have some faith in you because it was said early on hmm, by Gargamuni that this, this boy might have some special powers. Narayan may do special things through him. So can you please invoke those powers at this time? And each was thinking of the other. How will we protect the other? How will we protect our cows? And the cows were thinking how to protect their calves. And the rains came and the cows, calves went underneath the cows. Hmm? And scurried to the hill. Hmm? How do, you see the whole, the rains came. The, such force of rain, the teaching is, and not one person got a drop of water on their head. Hmm? It is, we said, well, what about when they ran to get under the tree? Hmm? I think Vishwanath Chakritak or maybe Gopal, following Gopal Champu, says there was some special cloud or something that came and just stopped the rain for a second and everybody could go under the hill. <laughs> yeah.
it has a name for that cloud too. <laughs> Forgive me, I can't can't remember it. But the this is poetry, of course, describing this that such trouble will come possibly. There may be so much opposition hmm, to your bhakti hmm, that uh, you might have to, like Prabhupada, he said, his, his, his wife sold his bhagavatam for tea biscuits. So he said, it's either tea or me. And me means I'm the bhagavat. He was the person bhagavat. He didn't mean it like that, but he, for us, he, of course, he is. He's the person bhagavat. Then he had to do something very, he had to go into the jungle. He had to go, you know, be homeless. He couldn't stay at a home where his, his Bhagavatam was worth less than tea biscuits. Hmm? So what did he do? He went out and wrote a commentary on the Bhagavatam. <laughs> he said, I'd better, better have the Bhagavatam. For I live inside the Bhagavatam. That will be my house. Hmm? And from there, so many volumes came out in so many languages all over the world, and they're providing real comfort, if you understand the message. Real comfort. They are providing this Brajlila opportunity to live in this space where Krishna is the maintainer and he's Rakshikshatadivishvashvu. He's the protector. And the spirit, the mood behind Krishna is my maintainer, is one of dependence we cultivate. And the spirit behind Krishna is my protector, is one of Vishwas, confidence. So, there's a difference between confidence and pride. Hmm? Right? If you know what you're talking about, then it's going to show that you have some confidence in that. But that's different. We have confidence. What is the Siddhanta? Hmm? And what Krishna says by taking shelter. So, then we can speak or act with confidence, with conviction. Hmm? We should have Vishwas in relation to our Guru. Hmm? This is Vishvambhena-guru-seva. Same idea. Confidence. Hmm? This is uh, very, also very particular in the, in the Sakiras. They have so many opportunities where this arises. To, that kind of confidence arises in relation to impediments and problems, difficulties that come. Hmm? We, we find this kind of Vishvas in, very much in, in, in Prabhupada. And it's a, lot, a bit of a feisty kind of a spirit that he has. Hmm. Right? And he says, then tell them, I step on their head with shoes. Something they oppose. This is the language of Vrindavan Das Thakur, who is in Sakyarasa, in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm? So, which is there for all of us, in you know, all sentiments. Hmm? As much as Sharanagati is there, and that must be the base, hmm? that is the stage on which the drama of Krishna Lila will be performed in your heart, it must be erected there. So this kind of confidence should come. Hmm? Krishna is my protector. And so they witnessed it. And the contrast is there. Such problem and such an extraordinary, you know, what could, you need something. Krishna has to do the impossible. How he's going to protect the whole of Vrindavan, every, every, every inhabitant from, from the rains. Hmm? And so he created it, and everybody saw this. Like I said earlier, that boys would tell tall, tall tales, small boys would tell tall tales of what Krishna did, and it would be believed or not. But this, and everybody had to believe, everybody had to see. The whole of Vrindavan, it's showing, this the whole of Vrindavan, 
that they are sharanagatas, they are premikas. Hmm? But sharanagati is within the prame, and we are sadhakas. We should cultivate sharanagati. Hmm? Marja asked last night, well, if the heart is pure, how useful is would be some information about your swarup, let's say potential swarup. Hmm? Really, another way to answer that is, is, is when the heart is pure, hmm? when is the heart pure? That is Shuddha Bhakti, that is Ruchi. Nadanam, Najanam, Nasundarim, Kabitam Ba. I don't want any of these things. That means my heart is pure. Mama Janmani Janmanishwari, Babatad Bhakti Rahoitukitwe. I only want Bhakti. I don't even want, not even concerned about my own liberation. In that pure heart, what is happening? It's already there. The attachment to Bhakti. It starts to become a particular kind of attachment to bhakti. Again, we're not just cleansing our heart. We're cleansing our heart and in the, at the same time, the heart, because we're doing it in the context of bhakti, the same time the heart is being cleansed, something is coming in. It's like, okay, I'm here cleansing the heart and meanwhile... With my credit card, I'm purchasing the new the new new furniture that's going to come in. Hmm? You don't know about it, but I got a whole moving van out there full of furniture. It's ready 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 to come in. Just get the heart out, cleansed and cleansed and and faith in detachment to bhakti comes. Attachment to bhakti results in attachment to the object of bhakti. In other words, that bhakti that we're attached to. Hmm? Whatever you're attached to you will have an identity accordingly. Your identity is, is, is formed by way of your attachment. If you're attached to, you know, I'm an American, then that's, that's what you are. I like America, then I think I am an American. Hmm? Right? Even people come from foreign countries, foreign to America, and they, and they, then they get their citizenship. And they, they, you know, they're attached to America, they like it better, and they say, I'm American. And they are, I mean, legally, but... It, uh, uh, so anyway, our attachments. This defines us. When we become attached to bhakti, then you can know my identity will be formed on that basis. They're coming. Hmm? I don't need anybody to tell me. But if I have good guidance, they can, they can, they can confirm. This is bhakti Vinod's explanation. They can f- confirm what my ruchi, my taste. <coughs> taste is positive. Now the medicine of bhakti. Sad and the bhakti has become food. Hmm? What happens? First, it's medicine, means it's getting rid of the disease. When it turns into food, there's positive nourishment. Right? What is the verse of Tushti, Pushti? They know better than me, even they only know part of it, you see. Bhakti Pareshanu Bhava Biraktir. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Bhakti had these qualities yeah? that it will it will remove the hunger. Hmm. What is it? It will satisfy the palate and and and, and appetite and nourish. Hmm. Hmm. So that nourishes is going on. That identity is being formed. And so, as you develop attachment to bhakti, and you, and it, it simp- the symptom of which is. I have no other interest. There's all the worldliness. 
All those things, if you play them out, it represents the whole world, what Mahaprabhu spoke about. Hmm? Then, attachment to bhakti means then, Sohridanuku, uh, so, what is it? Sohridabhilas, Praptabhilas, and Anukulabhilas. These are desires, spiritual desires, for serving Krishna favorably, for serving Krishna in a particular way. Hmm? Starts to develop in ruchi. This is the ruchi of bhav that bhav will carry into bhav. Ruchi bis chidamashrina. Bhav has a ruchi. This is the beginning of it in ruchi in sadhana. Hmm? Then, as I say, attachment to the bhakti means the object. You're attached to bhakti means you're starting to have an identity, a loving identity. You're identifying with love. Bhakti is love. You're identifying with love. You have a taste for for loving. Hmm? The object has to appear of your love. So in the heart and asakti, the object appears. Bhakti Vinotaka says, this is a good time to contemplate your siddhadeha because it's actually awakening. And he says, then this woman may ask, well, what about getting information about my siddhadeha to help me cleanse my heart? Hmm? Bhakti Vinod says, that will only become a disturbance. Hmm? You will start to identify that with the things in your heart and, and, and to think that that is, that is, that, that is an enjoying thing. Hmm? You will miss the fact that it, that it is a serving ego uh, that underlies all these sentiments of the brudge. Everyone feels themselves as a servant there, even in the context of feeling as a friend, a lover. Radharani is saying, herself is saying, Mahaprabhu was saying, Ayinanatanuja kinkaram, I want to be a kinkari, a maidservant. In the end, when he, Mahaprabhu is successful in realizing the Radha Bhav, what does he say? Asli Shiva Padratam Panashtamam Adarshanam Mahatam Kurutapa Yatatata Vavidhatu saying I'm servant I'm a maidservant Prananata you are my Lord I am the servant again the serving ego is all important without so with all types of material desires and contemplating some idea of the day in detail it will potentially be mixed up with material thinking. And then I hear devotees sometimes like that. I want to become a manjari, so I'm, I'm, I, I got to study, uh, I got to get women's magazines or something like that and read about well, how women think about things and stuff like that. Hmm? I've had people ask me, you're a sannyasi, how can you know about love of God? Hmm? I tell them, well, I had a wife at one time, too. But, you know, but I mean, besides that, Rupa Goswami didn't have a wife. Hmm? How did he know about love of God? What, what, see, what, is the, what are you thinking? What, what do you think love of God is? Hmm? If you've never loved somebody else, you know, then hmm? who's loved? Hmm? Sadhu has loved. Who, that's the first thing. There you'll find poor Parag. Real love will come there. Hmm? In, in the context of the renunciation that comes from bhakti. Hmm? You say, if you've never loved, I say, when did you start? When will you start? Hmm? Love means service. Hmm? 
as Prabhupada used to say. It's active. Hmm? Yeah. You're going to have to study a woman's mind. Was a woman then all set up and equipped? She has Purusha Bhav too. Hmm? Purusha Bhav means the Bhav of the enjoyer. Hmm? Yeah, this, is, this, this is not any verse from Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, they will. We will be do cross dressing in order to, you know, to uh, <laughs> understand the brudge brudge It's not like that. Hmm? You have to become undressed completely and stand naked hmm? for Guru and Krishna and 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 then the sangha of devotees. At all your faults, you want to be exposed, and the devotees will point them out. <laughs> Is that what you want? Someone's pointing out my faults, and I have so much resistance to that. No, we want them to be pointed out. This is the teaching. Hmm? Let them be pointed out. Even our guru points them out, and we have no ear for that. Yes, Gurudev. Hmm? We come to ask Gurudev permission for something. Hmm? We really, we really just want to do the thing, and we want him to bless. This is not guru-disciple relationship. We come to know: Is it? I have a desire. Is it good or bad? I'm ready to hear it's good or I'm ready to hear it's bad. I'm ready to hear I'm thinking the right way. Excellent. I'm thinking the wrong way. Good. Now I can retire that. Hmm? So don't come and ask me questions <laughs> unless you want a, a spiritual answer. Hmm? Don't bother me. Hmm? Hmm? You should want to know what is best for you for your spiritual life. That's why Prabhupada said, not everybody needs a guru. Hmm? Only somebody wants to really make a comprehensive solution to the problems of life. And guru means heavy. So sometimes we have to weigh in. (laughs) So here the teaching is, as we're saying, Krishna is the maintainer, Krishna is the protector. Hmm? We should have that kind of confidence. Hmm? Krishna will protect us. And that doesn't mean that there won't be some material difficulty. That is coming as negative impetus. Hmm? So they went under the hill and they were protected. And to what extent, as they say, not one drop of rain fell on anyone. Hmm? Even the animals on the hill that couldn't come underneath, he just poked the hill up above the clouds. Hmm? And it was a sunny day for them. Hmm? <laughs> Indra tried to drain the whole place and and the animals on the top had a sunny day. Hmm? And oh, what a festival they had underneath the hill, hmm? inside the hill. Yipa Goswami gives an elaborate explanation. They went up inside of the hill and there was a whole world in there, underworld. And and so they were completely amused. And Indra is meanwhile sending these like thunderbolts and... uh, and torrents and torrents of rain, and then he's asking his his followers, like, what's happening down there? And they're saying, there's nothing happening. It's like, the, the, the mountain has started to fly. Hmm? It would appear. And Indra says, well, you know, that's, that's what, I, you know, my thunderbolts are for, for like cutting, cutting them off like that. But, and then they, they, they report back, oh, it's actually not flying, but it's kind of flying, but... It, it seems to be intoxicated by the by that boy, like every, everything else there. It's just kind of floating. Well, actually, he's holding it, and he's holding it like 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 this, right? Like like this. Hmm? Hmm? 
and 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 he's pointing at you. Hmm? <laughs> and everyone will be nourished. Everyone, every here, one will be fed. Feed the, all the Brahmins and the, the other people and all the dogs and the cats and the mouse and everyone except him. Hmm? Hmm? We'll neglect him. Hmm? This is very Krishna. The spirit here, he says in in, in Bhagavad, he wanted to correct Indra. Hmm? Indra had some pride. He wanted to correct him. So, he's showing kindness to 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 him also. You shouldn't think he's showing kindness to everyone, not Indra. No, but it comes in different packages for different people, depending on their approach. So, hmm. Indra sending the clouds and the rain, and the, re- the reports are coming back. Nothing's happening. Nothing's even getting wet. Hmm? And so Indra's trying to figure it out and Jyugoswami gives a nice explanation in Gopal Champu. One demon comes into heaven and says, Good job, Indra. You're doing great. Incredible. It's good to see it, you know. Uh, like the, the demons and the devotees are always fighting and, and Vishnu comes in always on the side of the of the of the, of the devatas and so forth. And the demon could understand. This is Vishnu, this is a form of Vishnu. And Nice going, Indra. You're, you're, these people are all devotees. At least he understood that. We're all devotees. Vaishnavas. It's good, you know, you're, 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 keep it going. And Indra starts, whoa, what's happening here? The demons are praising me. What, what's, what's... So then he has to go in his room and he has to think. And he, <laughs> he says, uh-huh, I think I made a mistake. Now what am I going to do? I've got to save face. So he comes out and calls his henchman and says, okay, Good work. I was testing you. Hmm? I've been testing you all. Hmm? Actually, that's uh, that Krishna is a form of Vishnu down there, and uh, so to call off the rains and everything. Show's over. Everything's good, and then I'm going to go see Brahma. So, see you later. Off he goes to see Brahma and says, "Look, I really I heard. You know, like, what do I do? I made this offense." And Brahma says, "Don't talk to me. <laughs> I went there. I stole his calves." And cowherds, and you know, uh, and uh, he didn't say anything to me. I apologized. He didn't open his mouth. He just sat, sat there and uh, I circumambulated and flew away. And uh, I don't know how to, you know, <laughs> don't ask me. What you did is unbelievable. I mean, you, you tried to kill his cows hmm, and all of his friends and everything. Uh, I don't know what to, to say to you. And it's all his four mouths are talking at the same time, you know. <laughs> Indra's so bewildered. Then Brahma does come up with a brainstorm from one of his craniums, and he <laughs> he, he, he says, you know, the problem is with the cows. You've got a problem with cows, and he the cows are dear to him. So why don't you go talk to the to the queen of the cows? So there's said to be some material planet that of cows, planets of cows, that is a partial kind of representation of the spiritual, so Surabi hmm, herself. So he, he goes to Surabi and makes his case, and Surabi says, yeah, that's a, you got a problem. you got a problem, but uh, I will go with you. Hmm? Come in, please. Welcome. Hmm? And I will take you down to, to earth there, and then you can make your Apologies, hmm? and hopefully, because I'm with you, you know there'll be some um, 
have a mitigating influence on the wrath of Krishna. So they go, and then the show's over, the hill's down, Krishna's hurting with his friends, and he just goes back to his uh, daily activities. Hmm? And then he sees, oh, there's something happening in the distance there, on the other side, uh, uh, in the distance at Govardhan Hill. So he tells his friends, you wait here, and I will go and and uh, address this. He wanted to give Indra a chance to speak to him in private, because it would be difficult in a public place to confess you know, all of his problems and so forth, and his wrongdoings. And so this is the kindness of Krishna. He made such arrangement hmm? in a hidden place hmm? where, the, where, where, where the heart of Indra could be revealed. Hmm? Hmm? This is... Uh, Sadhu Sangha is like, this is a safe place to reveal your heart, however dirty it is. It's a safe place. Hmm? Yeah, we should feel like that. Hmm? So we shouldn't hide. We should have such rapport with other devotees that we can share, then we know we're in a place to get help. Hmm? Something like that. So Krishna created such an environment, Indra shared his heart, and he, that they would go to the next chapter, and so many, well, there's a chapter in between, but I'll tell that last. Uh, Indra offers his prayers, and, um, and uh, there's some philosophy there. It's not the measure of philosophy we find in Brahma's prayers by any stretch, but some good thoughts there, worthy of uh, your following up from this just brief discussion and reading for yourselves. And um, and so then the elephant carrier of Indra performs the sacred bath and bathes Krishna hmm, with the sacred waters, which form the Govinda Kund at the uh, along the base of, of Govardhan, and Krishna's coronated there by Indra as the as Upendra or Govinda means the same thing. Hmm? In Haribam's Purana he may be referred to as Upendra and in, in Bhagavatam as Govinda. Go means also um, cows, it means senses, it means heaven also, it means earth also. So he's the king of heaven and earth. Hmm? He's the god of gods. And Indra is making the statement. Hmm? Um, and he's giving him the name Govinda comes in this Leela. Hmm? And um, then, of course, they, they and other gods come. Shiva comes, Brahma comes, they're witnessing, and others. Hmm? So they're all agreeing, Krishna's the god of gods. This is Sarvadharman Pratyajahamame Kam Sharanam said These four chapters of Bhagavatam on Govardhan Leela, they're all playing out the last verse of Bhagavad Gita. Hmm? And that Sarvadharman Pratyaja, that is Sharanagati and that is Shraddha. They correspond. Hmm? Shraddha is that abstract thing, faith, that practically has it manifests in Sharanagati. It's visible. Hmm? And that Sharanagati is sixfold. We are talking about two of those uh, characteristics. The Sruplakshana of Sharanagati, Gopritvevananamtata, Krishna is my maintainer. Hmm? And Rakshikshatati Vishvashvo, Krishna is my protector. And in Ramanuj Sampradaya, they will say, Krishna is my protector, that is the Sarupalakshan. So there, these are the two of the Sarupalakshan, you can say, from a different perspective of different um, Sampradayas. Center of Sharanagati is being played out 
in the Gobran Leela. Hmm? And Krishna's being established as the God of Gods. This means, like, say, so Sarvadharma Pratyaja Mami Pam. Take shelter of Krishna alone. You don't have to worry about the other gods and goddesses and so forth. They'll be, they'll be more pleased by this. Hmm? It's a fact. Hmm? You want to please the God. There's you, Shiva, for example. Let's take Shiva. Shiva. There's nothing that anybody says about Shiva that is more pleasing to his ears than what the Bhagavad Vaishnavas say. Hmm? If you study it. <laughs> While we say Shiva is not this, but we say Shiva is this. That is nobody. Nobody says. We say Shiva is not this, the 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 Swami Bhagavan, and the Shaivites will complain. Hmm. Yeah. But you have to keep listening. He's not this, but he's this. Hmm. When you say he's Gopeshwar, he is a, 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 all the gatekeeper at all the dams, and within the dam at Ras Rasalila. Hmm. Gopishwar, and Vaishnavana Mithashambhu, right from the page of the Bhagavatam. He is the best Vaishnava. For, hmm? I think they'd be more pleasing to the ears of Shiva. We're not criticizing him. Though we should say the whole thing. He's not this, but he's this. Hmm? I went once to Malaysia and was actually on my way to Vrindavan, Mayapur, Vrindavan, and I stopped in. In, in, was it Malaysia? I think Malaysia, Singapore. And uh, were, I was told by one of my gobblers that there was a, a South Indian restaurant there that everything was vegetarian. It was all offered to deities. And if you get stuck in Singapore, you should go there. So I went there and I met, I happened to meet the fellow who was in charge and he had a little cultural center. So I was talking with him and so forth, an Indian gentleman. And he said, you're a little different. He said, I, I like you. I said, well, I, I like you too. Hmm? <laughs> I see. He said, "No, but I mean, you're different." There were some some other people, um, you know, with a similar religion to yours that were here, hmm? and we are all Shaivites. Our community from South India, and they were preaching Hare Krishna. They were chanting Hare Krishna too, but they had such bad things to say about Shiva. We had to get rid of them, hmm? and so our people petitioned with the government that they would lose their visas, and they were kicked out. He said. But I like you, he said. <laughs> so so I, my name is a name for Shiva also, Tripurari. <laughs> for, for Shiva, when he, was, when he was empowered by Krishna to do a special task, you know, to defeat the, the demons. So Prabhupada told me, so you should defeat all the demons by preaching Bhagavad Gita. Hmm. So, at any rate, so here they are surrendered, they're protected, and Indra is is uh, rectified and it's established in the pages of the Bhagavatam that Krishna is the god of gods. Hmm? They do, everyone doing Sharanagati and, and Indra himself is. Hmm? And then, of course, then the afterthought is that what, is, what are all these things that have, have happened? Hmm? The prayers to Indra, of Indra, excuse me, are not, the, the, the inhabitants of Vrindavan are not privy to that. Only the cowherd, friends of Krishna, to some extent, they saw him at a distance, surrounded by these four-headed guy, a five-faced guy, a guy with eyes all over his body, and a big elephant with a trunk, and so forth. And and so naturally, they, when the demigods flew off, so to speak, then they all came and said, "Who are those guys?" Mm -hmm. And uh, and they, they had all left some gifts, 
like royal paraphernalia and stuff. And so Krishna's passing it out to his friends, and they're putting it on wearing it. <laughs> stuff and there they go right on homeward they they, they march uh, as the sun begins to set and and the elders are wondering where'd you get all that stuff and and what was that that just happened you know who, who the elders had some doubts their doubts were this is their doubt the elders approached Nanda Maharaj first while Krishna's off dealing with Indra the cowherd's friends are watching and saying, who's that four-headed guy? Weird, huh? That's weird. Uh, and joking amongst themselves and so forth. And, and the guy... Hmm? Brahma. He was there. Shiva has five faces. Indra has eyes all over his body. Hmm? They're thinking, that's weird, don't you? you got to be human-like to love Krishna. So... <laughs> So the cowards are kind of joking about making wisecracks at a little bit of a distance and Krishna's dealing with with the gods and so forth. Meanwhile, back at home, the elders are approaching Nanda Maharaj and they have a doubt. They have a concern. What is their doubt? They have this big doubt and it's troubling them. Their doubt is, maybe Krishna's God. <laughs> a little different than ours, how the sadhakas think. <laughs> this is their doubt. We have a doubt. Maybe your son is God, and that would be a problem for us. Hmm? Because if he's God, we have to treat him differently. And we all want to treat him differently. We want to treat him like he's your son, but we feel like he's ours too. And his, his friends, they feel like, just like friends, they deal with him like that. We're attached like that. If we have to learn that he's God now, it's going to ruin our lives. Hmm? So, Nanda Marsh, you are, you are the king of the herdsmen here. Uh, so you please help us resolve this problem. Hmm? We're thinking that this, some ingress of this is thinking. We saw such extraordinary Aishvarya. Hmm? He lifted the hill. As I said, everybody saw it. This is not just a kid's story now. That, that uh, you know, this demon or that demon came, and, and, and you know, everyone has to believe it. They witness it themselves. What to do? We're thinking Krishna might be God. So Nanamaraj, in his infinite wisdom, he said. I know what you mean. Every now and then that thought kind of creeps into my mind for a moment, you know. Hmm? But then I, 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 it's, I, I, there's two things. First of all, I remember the words of Gargamuni at the birth ceremony, the name-giving ceremony. He said, he said, your son, Narayan, will do things... There's different ways of interpreting it. He, he says, your, your son is Narayan, but it's also, your, Narayan will do things through your son. So I think Narayan is doing things. That's, it's not really him. And then, then if, I, if that's not sufficient, then I just think, yeah, maybe, but, you know, the, the other side of it is God doesn't, doesn't, doesn't cry when he gets, doesn't get enough food. And, uh, you know, and, 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 and uh, depend on his mother's love. Like, and he doesn't have a mother, for that matter. Uh, like Krishna does, and he starts to relate all of the things that Krishna does that all that everybody likes, and they go, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, that's not, God's not like that. <laughs> that's a, so he relieves them of their great doubt. Meanwhile, the cowherd friends of Krishna, they're seeing this at a distance, Krishna's dealing with Indra, and so then Indra leaves, and they start sharing the gifts that all the gods have given in the coronation ceremony, that Krishna's the god of gods, and they're all offering some gifts. 
But Krishna's taking the gift and sharing it with his friends, and the gods are flying off, looking back, and they're thinking, Krita Punja Punja. Like Sukadeva said, what kind of people are these friends of Krishna? Who are they? Who are they? We give him the, the gifts and say he's the god of gods, and he's giving it to them. And off they go marching home in these costumes made in heaven. <laughs> and these were just cowherds, you know. They weren't really dressed too fancy. Home they go, and then all the elders go, you know, what's going on, Sridham, Subal, Balaram? Mother Mongol, of course, quick to speak. He says, yeah, we saw a four-headed guy, you know, and an, an elephant with, like, you know, with water coming out of his trunk and five-faced guy doing this and that and and then the and and then the parents just said okay well whatever you get you look good and <laughs> you look good in the clothes and just leave it at that and so ends the Gordon Lila <laughs> and Krishna who's the protector the maintainer hmm, is is one of them hmm? Hmm? this is the frame the fame Mamata he's ours he belongs to us he's a Brajbasi hmm? hmm? We don't need it. We've got such other Brajbasis. We don't have to depend on the gods, even so. In this way, we've gone through and briefed this over the four, well, since we started what, on Sunday, hmm? these four chapters. And we have gone through all the instances in Chaitanya Leela and Gaur Leela, in which Govardhan Leela has some, uh, Govardhan Hill has some significance. Hmm? And so. With that, we'll end this discussion. I'll open for questions. Tonight again, we'll meet, as we have been at the fireside, for just any questions. Tomorrow will be initiation, so we'll talk about that. And uh, then we have to celebrate the, go- the Gopastami, hmm. the, the, the celebration of Krishna becoming a cowherder. That will come tomorrow. Any question? Is there a celebration or anything? To, like, like right now, Krishna's still holding the hill, right? It hasn't been seven days since. Oh, you're counting the. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm. I've told a little bit ahead, right? I've told. I've gone ahead then. Just wait. It's no. It would, we'd be. We would be. Today is. It would be Saturday. We started on Sunday. So Saturday would be the seventh day. Sunday would be the eighth day. Our festival's eight days. So, but, but. Giving of dikshas, we'll do it under the hill. How's that? <laughs> okay. So, any question? What's the time? Okay. Yes. So, right now, in our heart, and in my heart, anyway, I think of Krishna mm-hmm. as the supreme personality of Godhead. Okay. Also, as Krishna. He's a little boy and mm-hmm. he's going out and playing, and but both things are there. So mm-hmm. how does how does how does it happen that one gradually becomes forgetful of Krishna's supremacy and it comes relate with Krishna in the in more loving terms? How does the forgetfulness happen? It comes in two ways. It comes one way theoretically. You know theoretically as you're explaining. Hmm? You know both sides hmm? you want to forget one side hmm? and be preoccupied with the other the humanness, human likeness of Krishna so you know theoretically as you're explaining hmm? Krishna says in the Gita 
Ahamsarvasya prabhavo matasarvam pravartate iti matva bhajante mam buddhabhava samamrita. He says, I'm the source of everything. He says, I am Swayam Bhagwan. I am, to use Prabhupada's language, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Everything comes from me. He said, you need to know this. And if you know this, then Buddha Bhava Samanvita, Raga Bhava Samanvita, then you can do the kind of bhajan, Rag Bhajan. That means, if you want to do tread the Rag Marg, you have to know this point philosophically. What is the point? Say it. Krishna's tu Bhagavan Swayam. Same thing is being said in the Gita. Aham Sarvasya Prabhavo. Everything coming from me. Hmm? What also comes from me is all the Veda, all the instruction. I come also in the form of the Guru hmm, to teach about myself. Hmm? Hmm? I learn this point of philosophy. What is this point of philosophy, Krishna's tu Bhagavan Swayam? The point is this. If you want to give without any reservation, ananya, completely, ahaituki, you have to find a taker who can take unlimitedly, right? That's not Indra. Indra can't do that. Or this is Krishna. Krishna can do that. That's what Krishna means. That's why he's depicted, envisioned as an, as an enjoyer. Hmm? A fellow asked me, he said, here's a problem, you know, he said, with your religion as a Christian. It wasn't me, he asked one of my, my students, and it was brought to me, that in your religion, God is like this, you know, enjoyer. Hmm? In our religion, God is a sacrificer. And everybody knows that really... Love is about sacrifice. Hmm. I said, that's a good point that you bring up. It l- l- love is about sacrifice. We agree with you. But there's one point that you're missing. Hmm. What is that? He said, Christ is the ultimate sacrifice, therefore he must be God. I said, Christ is sacrificing, but sacrifice implies two things. There's the sacrifice-er. I guess there's three things. There's the sacrifice, and the sacrificer should become the sacrifice. Hmm? And there is that for whom the sacrifice is done. So there's got to be somebody on the other end where there's no meaning for the sacrifice. You're giving it to somebody. Hmm? So you can't, you have to have the center. Hmm? That is what we mean when we say Krishna. Hmm? You understand? Hmm? Yeah. Now, what is the nature of the enjoyer? Hmm? It is something like the stomach that is the one part of the body that if you give all the food there, hmm, then it will go everywhere. If you give it to your hand, it will stop there. If you give it to the tongue, taste it and then spit it out, then then what? So all the parts of the body have to cooperate to give food to the stomach because only the stomach can give food to all the parts of the body in a way that they can actually digest, take, take advantage of and be nourished from. So, at closer inspection, the center, the enjoyer, hmm, is also a servitor. And why is that? Because Krishna controls by love, by affection. I've said before, if you control someone physically, you'll know you're being controlled. The door is locked, you can't get out, and you'll complain. If I control you mentally, 
you might not know you're being controlled even, but it will be more powerful to control because you don't even know it. You have to have a friend come and say, get out of there, he's bad for you. Hmm? He's manipulating you. You know, he's... Yeah. Right? So it's more powerful and more subtle. Hmm? So physical control, mental or intellectual control, now heart control. If I control you by love, hmm, then you won't know you're controlled. You'll think you're controlling me. Hmm? Because if, you con- if I control you by love... Hmm? then you will control me by love. That's the nature of love. You understand? If I control you by my love, then I'm going to be controlled by you. So you'll think that's not a problem. Hmm? Being controlled by love is not a problem. This is Krishna consciousness. Krishna controlled by affection, by love. His weapon is the flute. Hmm? Right? <laughs> so, 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 the object of love is also the best lover. Hmm? He's actually a, a giver. The taker is actually a giver also. So, we know this theoretically, a good instruction we know, and by following our Gurudev gradually, then we come to higher stages of sadhana bhakti. Hmm? When you attain ruchi, then this idea that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, that will start to take a secondary position in relation to the idea that, that Krishna is my friend, Krishna is my lover, hmm? Hmm? then it, it will very naturally happen. It's a perception. You're looking at the object of love, you're approaching him in a particular way, and as you do, there will be reciprocation. This will be the reciprocation. He will start to show himself in another way. Hmm? And you will develop a liking, a ruchi, a taste for thinking of him in a certain and then, then you go into asakti and bhava bhakti. So this is how it happens. It happens naturally. You don't have to force it now. Don't stop thinking Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. That is a, that is a password, the paribhashlok of the, of the Bhagavatam, for understanding the tattva of the Bhagavatam. And you should understand some tattva if you want to get bhava. Hmm? That's a fact. Therefore, hmm? Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, chanting Hare Krishna without sambandha jnana, that will not be very fruitful. Samadhagyan means tattva. I'm going to hear. What is this chanting about? Hmm? What is that? What is what is bhakti? Anyabilashita sunyam gyan karmadi navritam. You should know these things. Hmm? You have to. You have intelligence. So we have books written for that. That you should use your intelligence to learn it. You don't think. Oh, I've got to learn that. I've got to memorize that. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You got to learn that. Hmm? And everyone's not a. You know, doesn't have the same type of intellect, but yeah, you have enough. You can learn the prayers. You know, I look, I see. Who's seeing the prayers? Who hasn't learned them yet? And then you want to sit a deha. <laughs> you haven't even learned Sangsara Dhava Nanami Loka. You want to sit a day, but you don't learn the prayer to Tulsi, which says, Save Adhikari DA. Give me the Adhikari. Adhikar for this, for entering into this. You have to learn these things. You learn these prayers, learn these songs, they have power in them. Hmm? Learn the etiquette, speak with elder devotees. I'm not there all the time for everybody. Why in this shape? So we have others who, uh, they can, they have experience. If somebody asked me, I'd like to, you know, I see that with some of the disciples, you have this rapport, and I'd like to be like that. Then you stay with me for 20 years. Hmm? 
and he'll be ready to cut off your right arm for me. Hmm? And then he will, and the report will come. If you go away for 20 years and come back, and, why, I don't feel like that. You know, it's, it's, it's practical, common sense. Hmm? Hmm? I'm giving. We had some days trying to give to you my, my feelings about these things, these topics. So, mm-hmm. Give back. Mm-hmm. We have, then I have that kind of rapport. Mm-hmm. And then so maybe some people, I, I hate to talk about myself, but some people like me in other groups too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard about that. They like me. They list, like to listen to my talks. But they have to say, I like to listen to his talks. They have to say that. That's good. Hmm? They will be good for their friends. Hmm? They shouldn't be shy about that. Hmm? I mean, I did. I liked Sridhar Marsh. I was not about to be shy about that. Hmm? I thought that would be good to tell other people. Hmm? What is his... What is his... His... Uh, his... Um, kata, his realization. Hmm? To share that. This, this is the wealth... It belongs to everybody. It belong. It was given for everybody. That, and other great sadhus who've come in the wake of Prabhupada's experience. They're, they're just trying to give. Hmm? So, anyway, <laughs> that's my answer. Thank you. <laughs> so, we stop for some time. We stop now. Huh? We have Artik, Guradamadava, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then Mahaprasad. Sisi Guradamadava ki jai. Giriyaj Gurudan ki jai. Giridhari Lal ki jai. Gaur Bhakta Brinda ki jai. Gaur Prayamanande. Gaur Haribol.